Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So JJ, have you ever been to like a Perkins or a breakfast place where they have those little packets of jelly on the table? Oh yeah. What I'm talking about. Those are those are like the best thing to play with. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I was little, we did not have a lot of money and, and we didn't have a habit of eating out a lot. Mm-hmm. And we were on our way to Thanksgiving with our family and it was probably like a five hour drive. So it was a really big deal that we stopped at I think it was Perkins. So early. right, so like so it's early, everyone hops piles yeah. in the car, you yeah. got your stuff, you're like yeah. on yes. the Thanksgiving We're going. road trip, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and and we always had little cars and I was the only child. So I was like the last thing in the back seat. So there was never <laughs> any space. It was always super crowded. And and so we got to this we got to Perkins, we had our breakfast and then it was like hustle, hustle, we're gonna be on our way, so we're not late. And I was like, I took one of those grape jellies off the table mm-hmm. and I, I was so enamored with it. I stuffed it in my pocket because I wanted to save it for later and show people this cool jelly. <laughs> well, of course, the minute I got in the car and squeezed into the car, the whole packet exploded oh, no. in my pocket <laughs> and I had purple gooey all down my my pants and naturally you know in the car for at least one hour you're done like that purple is going to be there for the rest of those pants life yeah right (laughs) my mom was furious she was furious because here I was showing up at an event she has one child and she can't even get her there without looking like a hot mess yeah (laughs) so so that Thanksgiving was like set for like a good time, right? I think right I was about from eight. the Perkins, <laughs> right from the Perkins, right from the Perkins. Uh, There's well, so many things that happen at Thanksgiving that are just so stressful, <laughs> right? So since Thanksgiving's like right around the corner, uh-huh. we should talk about Thanksgiving. Right? I think that we isn't it. Should. Isn't it funny, just like your mom, like we all have these like expectations about how, how these holidays should go, right? Right. Like we have the, like nothing short of straight up fantasies about like (laughs) the amount of like family togetherness and happiness that happens at these Uh things, right? Love and joy. (laughs) Thanksgiving, I and I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a terrible curmudgeon. Thanksgiving is literally one of my least favorite holidays. <laughs> it's such a commercial uh, event. You know, there's so much pressure. Like I just have always felt this huge pressure to do the commercial Thanksgiving, meaning everyone is in harvest colors, <laughs> everyone is, you know, congregated around fun little appetizers. Yep. You have like the most beautiful golden turkey and you like take it out of the oven and it's steaming and set it on the table uh-huh. and everyone looks at it and yeah. just is so impressed with your, you know, your culinary skill. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly right. I call this the commercial grade Thanksgiving. So so many expectations, expectations about what we're supposed to eat, expectations about how we're supposed to act, 
who's going to be there, what will we talk about, how will we look cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it certainly causes a lot of stress and anxiety with all those expectations around it. Yeah, I think there, you know, like I think um, particularly this year, I think it's important for us to really talk about some of those family dynamics and family expectations because, uh, and I'm hoping our listeners get a chance to listen to this, I think because this is going to be like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I think, is when we're going to be playing mm -hmm. this, I'm not sure. But um, I think that people's emotions get really amped up during the holidays. And uh, especially now, this year, emotions are already amped up. Yeah. Well, not only like do we have just like the regular holiday stuff, we're going to like have to figure out how to navigate it in right. the midst of COVID, right? Right, right. And like m make decisions around like, you know, should we go see Grandma Evelyn or not? Yeah, right? exactly. Is that exposing her to something? Like right. how do we navigate the COVID rules even how do we make those value decisions for our own families? I know it's just a, it's very, very, very challenging. And and what I think is so interesting is like if we just sort of parse out these holiday seasons, like let's just set the pandemic aside for a minute. You just talk about Thanksgiving. Well, you know you have Halloween, which kicks off the holiday season. But if your children are grown now, then not necessarily, right? For yeah, sure, the Thanksgiving no. is when everything starts. Yeah, Halloween at this point is just uh, my excuse to eat bags and bags of candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> so we start the season where I'm just like full of candy corn. <laughs> yeah, jacked up on sugar. <laughs> we were all, we were all right into Thanksgiving. <laughs> right, right, and you know too, like I've talked about before that I've come from a divorced family, so. Um, I think the family dynamics are something that are sort of interesting to think about today. Right. Just like whose family are we having Thanksgiving at, right? Right. Yes. That's a huge stressor. Yep. And, and then what are the social dynamics within that particular family unit? And we don't really talk about these things, but I think people have those feelings. They start to just build within you. You know, it's like, oh, no, yeah. it's... We're starting, like, here it goes, and now there's going to be an argument in our house about where we're going to go for Thanksgiving, and then, you know, if, if it's this family or that family, what what are the, uh, you know, what, how do I have to act? What are the expectations? How do people behave in those events? Um, and that's very, very stressful. Yeah, and we should, like, all remember that, like, like it's not even the day of Thanksgiving, right? That stuff starts happening like weeks and weeks ahead of time. Yep, as soon as the right? conversations about where we're going, I think is like, when it starts. Right. So, and it might start kind of slow, like you say, okay, we got a Thanksgiving's coming up. We got to start thinking about that. But, yeah. but that ramp up towards events that you know really mm -hmm. challenge you emotionally. Yeah. That's just a build. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, too, like for me, I talk about it that I'm, I'm from a divorced family. And as an, as an adult from a divorced family, I cannot express enough how much that impacted me. And mm. I don't, you know, I, I, I'm just fine. Like, I'm not trying to say I'm, you know, not fine. I'm fine. But I think that 
we think about children when their families get remarried and that sort of thing. We think about those dynamics of change. And then we think about how now children are learning to adapt to not just their regular families, those two units, but now they're also adapting to yet another family unit. And it really, for a child, depending on the age, it can be really jarring and really hard to yeah. figure out. Yeah. I, I, I just have to give you a hard time because you're like, you're like, um, no, I'm fine. Oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is my worst, my least favorite holiday. But I'm fine. Nothing's happened. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, none of that impacted you at all. <laughs> I hate Thanksgiving. I totally hate Thanksgiving. But I'm fine. I'm fine. But everything's fine. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. My my best friend and I will often say that her mom her mom will use that phrase when her mom is like trying to get over something, except her voice goes up ten octaves. I'm fine. Everything's fine. No, so I'm gonna so, start using a higher octave now in just a minute. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, you busted me and you're so right. So so the idea, you know, that that your experiences as a child often get get surfaced even yeah. as an adult, even yeah. if you're maybe not even connecting it. And yeah. even I was thinking about that. Like I don't have like a particular traumatic childhood. I felt it was like fairly normal, very steady, right? Yeah. But for me, when I go to family events like Thanksgiving with especially with like my extended family. Mm. Like, I do feel like an adolescent. I feel like that awkward yeah. kid when yeah. I was, like, 13 years old. I'm like, why is this? Like, this is <laughs> – just it puts me right back there, right? Yes, yeah. And it, it's amazing how being around certain members of your family cause you to almost move back in time. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because if it's a generation that's above me, like, what I feel is this tremendous, like – guilt like i have to perform and behave a certain way and i have to like avoid certain conversations that i worry are going to get me in trouble like i do that <laughs> get i'm going to get in trouble yeah don't say something unpopular like, avoid these topics <laughs> well the other thing i definitely feel when i'm in my like extended family situation is like a like a social awkwardness right like like, I feel like I should know these people, right? Like, they're my family. Like, I right. feel some pressure, like, some expectation that I should, like, know what's happening in their lives. I simply don't because I don't see them very often. And that makes me feel really bad. Yeah. Right? Like, it, yeah. it makes me feel crappy. Like, oh, wow, I've uh, here's another year where I didn't really keep up with what's going on with my family members. And yeah. now I have to make some weird chit chat with them. Yeah, and I'm thrown together with these people maybe three times a year. We really don't have that much in common as adults. And I feel like I'm supposed to act a certain way, but yeah. I'm really uncomfortable because I have no interest in no matter what, I can't even make myself. I can't make yeah, myself. And, you know, and all of them are great people and I you know, and we can get through conversation, but it's just, you know, when you don't see people very often, it's really hard. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you this is really funny. What? Right now, <laughs> My leg is like pumping up and down. Like I never am like this in, <laughs> in when we're recording podcasts, but I have obviously been so, triggered because like this my is body like an awesome language. self awareness. 
for everybody, right? Like, this sucks. like we're talking about <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Melissa's fine, by the way. She's this only sucks. shaking. It's fine. <laughs> this totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It is true. Like, even just look at our personality differences. You know, like you always talk about being a little introvert. I always talk about being a little extrovert. And yet, in these conversations, we both are feeling awkward. It's like, in those family units, like I have the same desire. Well, you didn't say you had this desire, so maybe it's just me. I literally just want to like show up, drop my plate off, whatever I'm making, say, hi, how's it going? And I want to like be like a, a little piece of firecracker where I yeah. come in late when the party's already going. I like yeah. make my entrance, do my thing, and then I get out. You're just You're just trying to like get the check mark on the attendance record, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> well, so isn't it's so interesting that we can't we can barely talk about Thanksgiving right without getting, you know, triggered. Really triggered, yeah. It is it, crazy. It is crazy. So, of course, like when as we're leading up to the event and as we're going to go to Thanksgiving, um it's going to be even more, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think people are people have all of these same things, maybe not to the extreme that uh, Melissa is. <laughs> Look at I'm even <laughs> using my name in the third person as though I'm not here. Um, that that's a sign. But I think that even even families that have a wonderful time coming together and have a great time, you know, I think that there's still sort of a lot of family dynamics and pressure that have formed how we respond to people that we love and yep. um when we see certain people like even for me on the on the sweet side of all of this my grandmother was the person that was the closest to me in my whole life and I would get so excited to see her on Thanksgiving I couldn't sleep for nights like I would be counting down nights in the dark I remember being wide awake counting down how many nights until I could see her mm. And I just, the, the joy of being with her was so amazing for me. And that lasted my whole life until she passed away. So mm -hmm. I, think that, I think that it just elicits these really deep connecting feelings. Um, and I think understanding them is really, really important. And yet you're still going to have them, right? And, and I think yeah. that like now she's gone. So Thanksgiving without her <laughs> is never what it was when she was here. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, so, I so think that's a good point. Like, we were talking about all of the anxiety and kind yeah. of like the negative part of these events. Yeah. There's a lot of good parts too, yeah. right? Yeah. There is the feeling of love and the warmth and some of the things. I always remember my aunt and uncle's house being really extra warm, right? Like I think they kept the heat real high or something. <laughs> it was like 100 people in their tiny house. Um but there's some of those feelings too. Those are great feelings. Yeah. Right. And those are yeah. the ones that maybe we need to, to focus on a little bit, yeah. bit more yeah. or at least use to get us centered again. Exactly. So that's what I was going to say is I was going to say that whether the feelings are really bad or really good or not really strong, they're definitely binding and they're definitely long, like they've been with you forever. So recognizing those feelings in your body, it's they're going to pop up. And I think the holidays, mm -hmm. this is the primary reason I'm thinking that people have a really difficult time is because it is popping up all of those really deep-seated, long, long-term 
feelings that you have. And as an adult, don't you feel like you kind of get, you figure out how to get kind of over it? Like you get, you get kind of like, not over it, but you learn techniques to get numbed out by it. Or you learn techniques on how to get through something without really noticing the feeling anymore. You focus more on the technique as opposed to the feeling. Yeah. Or it's kind of like you put a wall up so you don't have to deal with some of that. Yeah. Or yep. you just get yourself real busy doing something else, which right? Exactly, Distracted. Yeah, which is exactly why people start to get depressed and get down at this time of the year. Mm. Because they're numbing out their they're trying to numb out their feelings. They're trying to pretend like their feelings don't matter enough so that they can just quote get by, right? It's a it's yep. a coping strategy. Yep. Well, and certainly like I don't know about you, but my <laughs> consumption of Brandy goes up a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I'm not much of a I'm not much of a brandy girl, but you, yes, you definitely know the clear liquids. I'm all about gin. Gin is good. Vodka is good. <laughs> but right, like you're saying, a lot of times we just try to get through it, and we just yeah. use coping mechanisms to do that. Like, yeah. like whether it's you know self medicating or. Uh, avoidance or right, right. anger, <laughs> like all these right. are coping mechanisms, right? Right. And I think that that brings us to the point that we can start to talk about how it can be really depressing to be in the holidays, yeah. you know, because I think these waves of feelings come over you and then we, you know, like you try to do these mechanisms that you're talking about and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but, but it certainly is exhausting. Mm-hmm. It can be really, really tiring. And, you know, as we talk in the self-awareness journey, it really is about how about if you just be with your feelings and that your feelings are really okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so when when we're, maybe let's like, let's let's walk through the timeline and talk about like what we can do. I think that's a Like really as we walk through idea. it, right? So, so, you know, We'll rewind a little bit. Maybe we'll start at at uh, at Halloween. But right, Halloween's done. Put all our decorations away, and now it's time for Thanksgiving. And you've got this anticipation, right? Yep. And and you might start feeling that. Yeah. Um. You know, I think the first thing would be to recognize that those feelings are coming. Yep. Right. Like a so maybe time. so maybe trying to to, to get in touch with that sooner than later. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're, we're always talking about just being aware of what your feelings are. Where do you feel it in your body? This is oftentimes where people start to overeat a lot. People gain a lot of weight over the holidays and everyone says it's because there's so many junk and pieces of candy and, you know, sweets and everything else around like that, but it's a coping mechanism. That's another coping mechanism. So where are you feeling these feelings in your body? Like where are they, where are they sitting and making you uncomfortable? Yeah. Sometimes like if I, uh, if I find myself like maybe responding to something in an, in a, in an overboard way, like, like in an unusually yeah. strong way, yeah, that's usually a sign for me like, oh no, it's probably not the thing I just responded to. It's probably something else going on and it's just coming out in that way right Right. so maybe maybe keeping a good observation of your behavior and and maybe if you do seem like you're acting in a way that's not typical 
to just step back from that and think like, oh yeah, the holidays are coming up. Okay. I might be feeling anxious here and there and really try to peel that back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I think, and you know, I think what you're sort of alluding to is having kind of a plan, right? Like trying to have Mm -hmm. a proactive plan, like getting out ahead of it. You know, what are, what are the, what are the things that we can be aware of? Like, can we be objective about ourselves in this conversation and after, you know, before the coming into the holidays, can we be objective about how we respond to things? Yeah. And then maybe well before Thanksgiving, set the expectation, like, Mm -hmm. right? Like what do you actually expect to happen on Thanksgiving day? Right. And, and get some, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe put that into reality instead of like Mm -hmm. some sort of fantasy. Well, and I think too, I think that the really important thing about is what are, what do you expect to happen? And I always say expectations are resentments waiting to happen. So I think we have to be very careful about the expectations that we're putting. Are we putting expectations on the day and on people that we have absolutely no control over? Or are we putting expectations on for for ourselves? Like what are some reasonable expectations for me that I can do that make me feel better? Like I want to feel good throughout this whole thing. And this is not to say that people don't feel good. It's, I think it's that whole combination of feeling good and bad at the exact same time and not knowing what to do, right? So I think yep. you're, you're exactly right. It's having kind of a pro, thinking about that proactively and sort of like yeah. you know, being objective. My favorite state, mixed emotions. <laughs> um, so then right, you know, like a couple of days before, right, we're probably busy getting ready. Yeah. Um, you know, getting all the last minute sort of details. I know that we're always like probably going to the grocery store five times because we keep on forgetting like one little thing. And then, you know, maybe my wife's like, oh, yeah. And also we need to construct an eight foot tall turkey in the front yard out of paper mache. I'm like, what? <laughs> my, my unrealistic expectation usually comes in the form of could you meet, please make a really fresh fruit platter that includes yeah. several tropical fruits that are not in season and make a beautiful yeah. platter? Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so right there, that just really gets uh, chaotic, right? Yeah. The, all the running around, which yeah. always leaves me just feeling like I'm in the spin cycle. Oh, I know. Right? It does like yeah. there's no moment to rest, right? Yeah. Like we got all this stuff to do. We're super busy and trying to get everything ready. Yeah. Um, which isn't fun, right? So there maybe we just need to remember to like, hey, take structure your day so you maybe don't have to run around so much and maybe you just need to take a little bit of time to sit. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe the other thing too is to be okay with the chaos. Mm-hmm. Maybe part of it is the allowing instead of the lean fighting into the, against. Lean into it. Lean into it a little. Well, what if you just expect that, you know what? Every year it's a little chaotic. Yeah. And every year I, I try to steal myself and pretend like it's not going to be, but it always is. But it always is. So yeah. well, maybe I can have a, uh, a different strategy to just it's like, accept I don't know, a little. Have you seen that like one meme where it's like a dog in an office and the office is on fire <laughs> and he's just calmly sitting there like, and it says, just says, this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite one. <laughs> This is okay. <laughs> but, and, um, you know, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, like, uh, I like the idea of just leaning into it. Like, hey, you know what? This is a 
couple of days of chaos and let's just really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's probably very little that you're going to do to change a decades long family dynamic. Yeah. You know, and, so, I, and I think some people, that's what they do is they have new awareness or they start to grow a little bit and they step into these family units and they just disrupt everything because they think, well, now that I'm this way, everybody else should be this way because I was broken before and now I'm not. And I think that yeah. happens a lot too. Let's shift into like, like we've got our Thanksgiving all set up. The house is perfect. The turkey is in the oven. Everything's working. And then all these people start showing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. certainly uh an energy shift totally happens in yeah. the house right that's the one thing that when mm -hmm. when other people come over um or i go to someone else's house i try to sense is like how is the energy gonna shift yeah me too because you're usually frenetically preparing to have people in your house the house is spotless everybody comes in you eat this really messy meal and three and a half hours later, they leave, and it's worse than when you cleaned it, and you're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so something, you're right, so that's, that must be the chaos you're referring to, that little three and a half hour bit in the middle. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that that's a really good call out. You know, it's like, um, you know, we can try to be a little proactive. So what are some proactive ways that we can be with how we feel about it and come up with maybe strategies for ourselves beforehand to help us enjoy not just make it mm -hmm. through not steal ourselves against but to just enjoy some of the chaos and some of the fun the 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 silliness enjoy some of the silliness that our families are yeah right <laughs> and then and then having a strategy i think what you're sort of leaning towards is in the moment what are some reactive strategies that we could have if we're in the middle of the chaos and we sort of have a moment where we're feeling not good. Yeah. So, you know, for me, things like I'll have some like go-to statements, like phrases for like, you know, like again, like that social awkward thing that I have. Yeah. Um, just like ask simple questions. Like I'll have, I'll think of those before mm. a family event. Like, oh, here's what I can, here's some generic questions I can actually ask that will help me through that parts or that's really good um, that's really here's how good. i'm gonna excuse myself when uncle bob corners me and talks at me for 30 minutes you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> some some things like that to just kind of like help navigate your yep your evening i've done that as well and i've actually removed myself and said that i was going to use the restroom and gone to one that's furthest away from where the activity is and just been found like a chair three or miles up the road at the holiday gas station because <laughs> yeah, those are open on thanksgiving <laughs> and then just sit in that room locked in <laughs> see i don't think we're helping our listeners at all <laughs> no <laughs> we might be helping you though get to the root of some <laughs> oh that's well, funny. I, I do. I think that, and, and you, you've mentioned it a couple of times during our conversation, though, along with all of these regular dynamics that are pretty challenging for some people, in addition to being fun and crazy, we also then do have the pandemic and all of the anxiety coming into that. Yeah. So, every, yeah. so everything's just going to be amped up. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I think it's just going to be, I, I think that, again, it's allowance. I think allowing noticing our feelings and not making ourselves wrong 
I think yeah. it's allowing the experiences and not trying to control the experiences because there's no such thing as being able to control the situation anyway. That's that's not real. Right. Um, and just being able to be okay with what is and maybe even enjoying some of the chaos a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really I really like that. I really like that idea. My the way I visualize that is like it's like you've got a pool table. Yeah. You're right. And you're gonna break. Right. So you got all the yes. balls lined up in a little triangle yeah. and you like send the cue ball down there and then the whole thing explodes into chaos. <laughs> it's like you set up the, you know, you set up the stack of balls, but as soon as the cue ball breaks them all apart, you have no control and it's chaos. Exactly so don't think right. you can, don't think you're in control of that. You're not going to get them back in the triangle, at least without <laughs> touching each one of them in a big Herculean effort. <laughs> Well, I think I think if anything, this would just be a good reminder is, hey, we got to keep our sense of humor. We have to be okay with who we are. We have to allow ourselves to have these feelings and not make ourselves wrong for them. Right. And and just try to keep some humor in this as we go as we go into the season. Absolutely. Well, I hope I hope uh, I hope we didn't make you too uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, you know, there's an app, and... there's a holiday app where I can show you all of the gas stations closest to you. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm taking out of that. That's your strategy. Got <laughs> that's it. my strategy. Well, good luck on your uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> festivities. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a follow-up episode where we do like a Melissa's Thanksgiving postmortem. <laughs> Maybe. And maybe not. (laughs) We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.